When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Let's get to it. Uh, we have a good show planned, guys. We're actually going to have some fun predicting stat leaders. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out versus what we're talking about on July the twelfth. But before we get to that. Before we get to that, guys, we've got to talk about some news that has kind of broke. Uh, there's a couple of outlets reporting it, but they're naming a source. There's a source within Auburn's program reporting that Demario Tolan, who was part of uh, this most recent uh, transfer portal class, is reportedly no longer with the team, and he is not listed on Auburn's roster at the moment. Uh, we are waiting to get some information on mm. what that's about and if he is officially uh, gone. Uh, we're waiting on the university or the program to actually make a statement. But right now we're hearing it reported by outlets from a particular source. That's very important to make note of. Um, Demario Tolan came in with much fanfare. Uh, I believe it's part of the 2022 recruiting class. Auburn was recruiting him hard. He ended up choosing LSU. Entered the portal after this 2022 season and committed to Auburn. Many people was excited about him. LSU fans were in their feelings about him leaving. Yeah. And we were excited about his ceiling. So to hear this is a mm. bit disappointing. Want to know your instant thoughts. I'll start with you, Mike. What are your thoughts about this? Uh, listen, uh, this is, you know, first and foremost, whatever's going on with that young man that's brought him to this point, we hope everything's okay. For sure. Uh, I think that there's assumption sometimes that it's something nefarious or, you know, something more. It could be something extremely personal. We've seen in the past players leave teams for personal reasons, whether it's family or just things that they don't want to get out publicly. So I, I would ask that, you know, in case it's something like that, everybody respect this young man's privacy. Please do not spread rumors about why he's leaving. Uh, if you are not 100 percent sure that. That is correct. What happened? Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to speculate on what happened here. I'm just going to say I, I hope everything's OK. It just is disappointing because, uh, you know, he was a guy that a lot of people were excited about um, that coming through that, that, that old transfer portal. Uh, and it sucks when you have people who come in with much fanfare 
and they never play down. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know if his time at Auburn is up, but you know those. That's my initial reaction to this. I just I hope everything's okay, uh, and uh, you know uh, if he can return to football, I hope he does it at Auburn, and if not, someplace where he can see the field and realize his potential. Be will thoughts. I have nothing more to say than that. Um, we can speculate, but we don't, really don't know exactly what's going on. So mm-hmm. um, if it is seriously something wrong going on with him, then of course you want him to fix it, find a way to rectify that situation personally first um, before football even comes into the picture. And that would right. be the only thing I can think right now. So other than that, I mean, we seem, we seem pretty well-stocked at linebacker to absorb this type of loss, especially with the addition of uh, Nixon. Uh, North Texas over the summer. So I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be all right. I mean, we still got a couple guys who are here on this roster and it put me in the mindset of of a few players who, with all the additions, we had quite a few people that were already here like, hey, don't forget about me now. So hey, Cam Riley's going to get a chance to show what he could do. Woodyard still here waiting to show what he can do. So um, worried about personally, you know, totally as a person first. But outside of that, I think we'll be fine. I any thoughts, man? Uh, other than what you've what's been said so far? Yeah, no, I I echo the sentiments of everybody else. Just um, I, I I hate when people start to get into this speculative place when they don't know information, and it's hard, yeah. right? Like you want to know what's going on, and in the absence of absence of information, speculation is kind of what fills that void, uh, and it gets frustrating because some of the speculation is so wildly inaccurate. And that usually becomes the thing that like becomes the prevailing narrative. Like people start running with the thing that's completely false. Um, And, you know, if we're being honest, we hear a lot more than we say. We say that often. Um, And in this case, I don't have any information about what happened with him. Um, Probably could find out. But at this point in time, I think it's best to just let the university um, handle getting that information out in whatever form or fashion they choose to. SEC Media Days is next week. I'm sure there may be some questions about the status of several players um, when we get into those circles. So um, we'll wait for for more information to come out. Until then, we just hope that everything is okay with DeMario, his family, and uh, just continue to to wish him back into a good space. If, If football is on the agenda for him, then hopefully it's here at Auburn because he is a supremely talented young man. Yep, absolutely. And I agree. Um, I remember just how precious it was just being in college and the experience I got from that. So you want someone to be able to take advantage of that opportunity and enjoy become a man here at, at Auburn or wherever you choose to go. And so whatever is holding him back, preventing him from doing that, I'm hoping he's able to overcome that. Resume, hit resume on his college uh, time and maximize his opportunity. Yep. So Auburn dad for life. Appreciate the appreciate the super chat. He says, enjoy the subs, peeps. Sorry for not being he just, around. He just gifted some memberships. That's what he's talking ah, about. Ah, there oh, we go. Thank you, sir. What an apology, though. That's amazing. <laughs> like, I hadn't that's, been that's here. Amazing. He's on some memberships. So, right. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> don't, don't, was... don't hold it over my head. Here's some memberships. Don't, don't get mad at me. Uh, so, so Apologies please. should come standard with $10 now on. <laughs> <laughs> just in the world, right? You apologize to somebody, you give them $10. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, thank you. <laughs> you. We already have uh, people struggling to give apologies. That will definitely decrease the rate of apologies flying around. 
folks be like, I don't know. I got to give them some money with this. Thing? Give you a free apology. No, well, that's well, you know they mean it, right? And they do. Nah, you don't give me no money. Corporations apologize for checks all the time. That does not mean they mean it. That's, that's uh, very true. That's true. That's true. I ain't no big corporation though. He if I get to you, I mean it. He says, "So be will." What's your prediction for us flipping Coleman after odd couple tanks during the season and they get fired? <laughs> Love you, fellas. Love you too, Auburn Dad. Be will. What is your thoughts on a potential crash and burn from Jimbo? And uh, what was it, Evil Knievel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to mess this up. <laughs> He's going to mess yeah. this up. You know what? I, they they are probably a bad mix personality wise because Jimbo is like the he's like substitute teacher is really what his vibe is, which is why guys were what I don't know smoking weed in the locker room. If you want to believe rumors about what was going on before games for Texas A and M last last year, while everything was tanking and going downhill, <sighs> he's he's a, a weak teacher and Bobby Petrino is like one of the meanest human beings on the planet. So. I don't know how you reconcile those two, but Bobby Petrino was also like, <laughs> he's on probation as far as football goes. Like, you just got back in here, buddy. Like, you can't step wrong against nobody. So maybe Petrino will be on his best behavior. Football-wise, Petrino is a mind to be respected. We're talking football. He is a mind to be respected. It worries me that he is competent and that he will help them put a good product on the field this year. Got a I good hit on his shoulders. That. <laughs> yeah, I uh, pray on his downfall daily. <laughs> oh, man, I'm I'm worried that he'll keep Jim the employed, and that he himself <laughs> will stay employed, and that they will get Cam Coleman to take uh to College Station next year. That's that's my worry. That's what I think is going to happen. Just because Bobby Petrino is competent, and the D DJ Dirk was it Durkin who went to A and M from Ole Miss as the DC. That's correct. That he is, correct. is also competent. Two competent coordinators and the requisite talent. Yes, I think they'll be good and they'll probably. I mean, but what's the over under on number of games before he hits them with an RKO from the sidelines for not going with the right play? Who's hitting who with an RKO? I think Petrino would likely hit um, Jimothy with the RKO. Just Petrino's going to be in the booth. Petrino's going to be in the booth. I won't even get a chance. I'm saying he's just going to run down to the thing after all the defense is <laughs> on the field out of, out of nowhere. he ain't gonna give up this up he has a chance to look competent and look like a sane person he is not gonna pass it up he knows this is his shot to get another chance in the sec somewhere count to four as far as number of years and a job is going to be open he will be on his best behavior i don't think we're gonna get any craziness with a&m this season uh mike got a question for you Sure. Who do you dislike more? Mm. Ryan Kelly, mm. Ryan Kelly, Bobby Petrino. Yeah, he's like in, in equivocal. No, no, that Ryan was easy. Kelly. I thought Ryan that was. Good. I thought you had to think about that. I mean, the, the, yeah, the person Ryan who Kelly. killed the guy probably is going to outrank the person who just is yeah. annoying. So, yeah, he sent a man up in a scissor lift in thirty mile per hour winds to film practice, okay. and at the very least, he didn't say, "Hey, maybe the camera guy should come down in these hurricane winds." Yikes, man. That university, all the coaches, everyone failed that young man on every single level. I hate it. I think I, it just, it's negligence to me. And nobody looked up and said, hey, like I've been up in practice. Like we used to cover our cameras, guys, with like trash bags to protect them from the rain. Mm-hmm. And it like once that trash bag started to look like a parachute, it was time to come down. <laughs> 
And they would say, hey, film from the athletic department balcony today. And whatever shot we were getting from the end zone, we'll figure it out. We used to drive a scissor lift to the uh, end zone uh, on, and that was adjacent to the road that was between the athletic departments and the soccer field or, or where the soccer field used to be. And it just didn't make any sense to me, man. I, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, I know he didn't do it, but I just feel like the head coach is responsible for everything that goes on out there. And yeah, so Brian Kelly, 100% of the time, it's Brian Kelly. All right. All right. Kind of hoping I'll make you think on that one, but nope. All right. Raw tip your tongue. <laughs> Satan or Br- Brian Kelly? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, say, what did he really do? He was just like, oh, Brian Kelly. He was just trying to recruit some people. I mean, come on. <laughs> you, recruiting violations? Is this what we mad at? <laughs> oh, oh, man. It's a barbecue. So hilarious. Oh. Hilarious. Nah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's get into it. We we got we got a few few fun uh topics that we'll just just we're just making some predictions. We don't know nothing. All right. We ain't not a game has been played. We're just gonna have some fun with this. We're just gonna be predicting some stat leaders on the offensive side of the ball tonight, just for some good candor, just to kind of talk about the guys on our roster who we expect to contribute, who, who we expect to compete. We don't know what this offense is going to look like for real. No telling, you know, who's healthy. We're just making lovely predictions in the middle of July. So I want to start off with start off with the running game real quick. Mm-hmm. Who is going to lead Auburn in rush yards per carry? This may seem pretty straightforward for a lot of you. But I carry. think it's yeah. Per carry is is, carry. is the is the operative word on this one. Rushing is there a minimum yards. amount of rushes? We'll say yeah, I guys. think there probably should be a minimum. It should be. There's a minimum because I, I know who I would pick if there's not a minimum <laughs> for sure. Hmm. What should hmm. be the minimum, gentlemen? Minimum twenty five rushes. Yeah, I say 20, twenty or twenty five somewhere. Twenty five carries. Yeah, on let's season. do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. Rushing yards per carry. Of course, Darkwoods Hunter had a ridiculous rush yards per carry. He has uh, led in that stat the past two seasons. Up yeah, 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 man, it was insane. Something like what seven, seven yards per carry, or something crazy something like, like that. that. Yeah, um, I'm stuck between him and Robbie Ashford. Oh, I hadn't even thought about Robbie being in this conversation. Uh, that does. I was thinking about. I was thinking about. I was actually thinking about Robbie in another stat. Yeah, yeah. but still, yards per carry. Robbie, if yards he gets his opportunity to come in, yeah, twenty-five carries. You, you tell me, you're not going to get twenty-five carries on the season. Yeah, this is this got uh, way more interesting. Okay, wow. we, 12, 12 games. If he gets three carries per game, he's almost there. Wow. Three mm. carries. Should we game. bump that up? Should we bump up the carries? <laughs> no, no, no. I think that's good. I just, I think that's a very interesting, <laughs> I, it makes it a very interesting conversation when you think I, I like my brain was on running back and I was not thinking about that. And no, I mean, they, wow. Chris Dix, uh, I know Chris Dixon's. No, I'm saying who will lead rushing he yards? I said he did not say running backs. He said running, running backs. Yeah, he said yards right. per carry. So, ooh. Oh, give me Robbie Ashford. 
What yards per carry? That's not a bad pick. That's not right. a bad pick. It's not unheard of that if you give him the ball like 30 times on the season, if he has 30 rushes. I think this is different if Robbie is the actual He's like eight or nine yards per it is. It is. If but he's coming in and spot duty to do something, then he he, he has a really good shot at this. If he's the oh, actual QB yeah. down by down, because mm. the sacks are going to count against him. If he's if he's hitting those short to intermediate passes, he's running the ball less though. I understand. And he is, he's just as dangerous. I like, understand. I'm telling you. And if this O line is improved, woo. He mm. looked dang good running the ball during spring too. Yeah, mm. give me Robbie all day. I'm sorry. Like, like if you go back and you look at his running, uh, look, look, hold on, wait. What was his stats from last year? I mean, because he played a lot, right? So for <laughs> for last year, that didn't work. I can look it up. Hold on. Oh, right. yeah, unless you, unless you, unless you got, I got it. it. I got it. I got it. Um, come on, Google. I need. I need it too. I need to pull I, it up myself. Okay, so on the season last year. He averaged. They really gonna do me like this? He averaged four point six yards. Yeah, on one hundred and fifty three carries. So, if you take that down below a hundred, I think eight nine yards a carry is not out of the question. It's not out of the question. Like I said, it just depends again if he is the the starting QB and he and the, those sack yards go against him. They do they really? Do, yes. Are we still doing that in college? Absolutely. That's so Absolutely. Stupid. That's such a stupid stat. Counting that, that's yards, why it's not as high as it is last year, because yeah. it should yeah. be higher when you think about it. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Mm. I think I'm still going to have to go Jarquez, though. I think I'm going to go Jarquez as the okay. leader. I mean, that's not a bad pick. Yeah, I mean, Robbie's pick. a really good pick. Like I said he hadn't even thought in entered my mind when, when he said the stat. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jarquez as, as a yards per carry, even though I think it's going to be tougher for him this year as being the guy that they're keying on. Um, mm-hmm. Oh man, because I was I was in my mind I was seesawing between him and and Batie just because I thought he was going to be the change pace Bat- guy. Ugh, I right. like Batie. I like Bat- Batie. May be uh, that other person that you have to account for wow, because you're this is used tough. to. He's a change of pace back now. He's he is your change of pace back. This is tough, man, because I also think that Damari Austin's just hard to tackle. Man, golly, we have good running backs on this team. I know. What about the freshman? Anybody think the freshman gets, gets at least 25? He's not going to touch 25. I don't think yeah. I don't, that's the only problem. I don't know if he's going to get the requisite number of carries, and he may get, even if he does get 25 carries in the season, he's going to have a couple of them that are just like one and two yards, and it's going to hurt his overall average. I don't think he gets there. What if he's getting it in garbage time? Yeah, I'm just saying, even still, like he might, he's going to be with the garbage uh, O line too, right? Like it's not as if he stays with the first team O line and goes out there. Um, So he may not, they may be getting more penetration during that time from the the opposite side, pause. And um, (laughs) (laughs) I I was borderline gross. And um, (laughs) and so he might not get that opportunity to do it. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go Jarquez on that one. So we got a Robbie Ashford, a Jarquez. I think I may go Petit. I, I, you know, there's literally not a bad choice here. This is a really good running back room. Yeah. I'm going Petit here. I think this is a really good running just, back room. Just because, just because everyone was, was focused on Tank last year, and mm. it allowed other guys to really get theirs. 
uh, Jarquez being one of them. Um, Demari Austin even broke off some major runs because yeah, everyone yeah. was looking for Tank. I think with everyone focused on Jarquez, I think his numbers go down a little bit, or his average goes down a little bit. That's and fair, I, and that's that's I, why I was teetering off off of that from him because I was like, I don't know if he's going to have that same yards per carry this season. Um, but I'm going to give it to the young man and say he leads it. But yeah, but T, Robbie Ashford, um, I've got Jarquez, be will, what say you? I don't think it's going to be Jarquez. Too many bites at the apple. When you're the main back, you're you're also the guy taking those end of the game. We're running out the clock and, and y'all know it snaps. I'm going to get two yards, but it's cool because I just wanted to get this this down over with. Like That's going to hurt his average. Him being the number one guy that they game plan for when they're looking at the bulk of our running plays, it's going to hurt his average. It's not that Jarquez isn't talented enough to get it. I think we all know he is. But when you all of the game circumstances that make that harder to do, I don't think Jarquez gets it. I'm actually on the fence of, of whether or not Batie gets the requisite number of carries. And let me clarify here. He's also expected to be our kick returner and mm-hmm. punt returner, right? Correct. Or wait, kick or punt or kick and punt? I think it's probably I, 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 he, he's not a punt returner, so it's likely going to okay. just kick. I mean, they could put him on punt, but I think my guy Keontae Scott's gonna have that wrapped up. So That's right. you know what I'm saying? We're gonna hmm. so, says the says the says the former president of Keontae Scott's fan club. Hey, listen, when I talked to him on the interview, he said he was uh, looking forward to getting back on the punt duty. So okay. hey, listen, I'm I'm gonna trust my guy. And then when the interview ended, he told you what he was going to do at that position too, right? He was like, "It's going to be on, right?" He, oh yeah, that's that's okay. But yeah, you're not going to tell that. You're going <laughs> to say that. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So when we get to the question of all-purpose yards, I'm 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 really thinking, but then, if he was going to get we ain't 25 there yet, carries, man, stop jumping. I know, ahead. I know, I know, I know. But I'm I'm thinking about this question because it's so exciting. It's if so I have to think about what he's going to do just with carries at running back. It's not that he couldn't do shoulder the low both ways, right? He could be the second running back on the field. I'm wondering how do you keep Damari Austin as a true number two? That or excuse me, as a number three in this case. Do you believe Brian Batie will get second running back snaps instead of third running back snaps? That's the question, the debate I'm having in my head right now. Mm. I mean, everything it does that I don't know that that matters. If he gets 30 carries on the season, and, and right. a lot of them are big carries. It doesn't really matter. His yards right. per carry is going to be high. They would be if he gets that. You know what I'm saying? I think he'll get 30 carries on the season. I think he could. I think he could. How I many? Don't, I don't know. How many carries did Demari Austin get last year? Like 10? Um, 14. Yeah, 14 last year. And that's his RB3. I think Batik could double that up in a season, bro. Like, and that's also toward. Think about this towards the end of the season when all we were doing were running was running. But Demar was a true freshman too. So yeah, I, I think there is possibility he gets that many. He, I think he'll get the records. Anyway, I ain't trying to convince you. What do it? Do it. What's your vote, bro? <laughs> say what you gonna say. Right. I think it's gonna be Demari Austin. Okay. I think it's gonna be Demar. I like. I like I think, how all of us pick someone different. Yeah. The, the second running back has a unique opportunity to be everybody's keyed in and ready for not just what you saw on tape from Jarquez Hunter, but 
how he's been running behind the line, like how he moves. You're in tune with that. And then Austin hits you with what's likely to be more contact running a more tired defense at that point in time. I think the changeup back has a unique advantage. And I believe that Damari will be that changeup back more likely than Batiste will. I think Batiste still gets on the field. I think he gets 25 over the season. But I think that 25 is going to be situational, change of pace, things like that. I think DeMar is going to be, all right, come hammer him because they're already falling down. So I think Damari gets to seven, most likely. Mm. Mm. All right, like it, like it. All right, guys, this problem may be a little bit more easier for you. We did rush yards per carry. Now we're doing rush yards per game. Oh, yes, that's easier. Yeah. Rushing yards per game. Yeah, I'm going to say Jarquez. Oh, it's got to be Jarquez, right? I mean, listen, does the possibility of him, and again, I'm speculating, missing a couple games to start the season skew this number? Yes. I don't think he misses any games. Especially against weaker opponents. I don't it, think he misses it. It is a possibility that it will skew the numbers, though, if, right? He said the possibility of it, if it does, it will skew the numbers, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I agree. But but I think he's... Because he'd, have, he'd have more time to pad that number in the earlier games if he were in there. Right. Your point. Yeah, now, the question is those early games, yeah. whether or not, though, right, like, you could still potentially, you know, have him only play a couple series versus UMass, even if he were in there, and then the rest of the game go to somebody like, you know, Batie or Damari, and he's going to have end up having more rush yards in that game just because he's going to have more snaps because they're the mm-hmm. second, third back. Um, but yeah, I think the answer to this, you know, assuming everybody plays and, you know, people aren't getting hurt and all that thing, I think the answer to this is Jarquez. Yeah. I'm going to go Jarquez as well. No, all right. Jarquez, yeah. Much more interesting one here. What was the last? I mean, did we? When was the last time? Was Tank the last thousand thousand yard back? Yes. Did he get it? And I think it was the bowl game. Actually, yeah, yeah. He twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. He crossed a thousand yards in the bowl okay. game against Houston. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Okay. Barely, uh, but he it, got there. Yeah, it used to be a foregone conclusion, right? That there would be a thousand yard back. Um, and these days, it's been kind of tough. So, you know, I think we get back on that trend with, with Jarquez. As a matter of fact. Um, I think even if he had to miss a couple of games, he still probably breaks like 1,200 yards on the season. Possible. Okay. Rushing touchdowns. Who leads in rushing touchdowns? This, this is an interesting question, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know how many times – remember when it became a thing when you started playing fantasy and you became keenly aware of how – the back you played would carry the ball all the way down the field mm-hmm. just for them to pull him on the goal line and put somebody else in. Mm-hmm. This is how right, it like, was. Who who was it that year? Was it Carry On and um uh Petway? Petway. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Carry on would get, you know, hawked down at the five yard line, be exhausted, then Cam Petway would come in and score the touchdown. That happened a lot for them that season. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's no doubt, right? Robbie poked some touchdowns from Tank last year. You know, yeah. pulling the ball on that read option. Uh, this is an interesting question. Again, it should be a no-brainer, right? Like, Chark was under. But if you had Trey Mason and Nick Marshall playing together in the red zone, you never knew which one of them was going to get the ball going to the end zone. Yeah. I don't know. Poetry in motion, man. I remember those yeah. days. I'm going to go with Jarquez. 
but only because I said that I think Peyton Thorne is going to start. Now, I think he gives it to the running backs. So I'm still going to go with Jarquez on this one. Mm, so if you're, you're saying if you thought that Robbie Ashford was the starter, you might pick Robbie in that instance. I would be hes- not necessarily Robbie. I'm just saying. It makes it tougher. If, if he's taking a couple touchdowns from Jarquez yeah. and they decide that they want a, the change up back in, you know, on third and, short, and goal. I wouldn't like Jarquez's prospects there. Too many things mm. have many variables, right? Because you already are facing that one. Do they pull him on the goal line and put in Sean Jackson, for example, or right, or Demari Austin? So if we're just talking that, I may be a little more confident. But if you're talking about the quarterback keeping it regularly, I'm gonna. I don't know. Okay. Are there any packages uh, that they put in that features Robbie in the red zone? Right, and yeah, that's possibly. still possible as well, too, right? He still has that, even as not the starter, to post touchdowns from his running back. So, I, I'll go with Jarquez on this one. I just think... I think he's going to score about four or five touchdowns from, like, 15 yards out this season. I think there's going to be some red zones where they hand it off to him on third and three from the 15, and he goes all the way to the end zone. But, uh, you know, he's just poised for a bit. This has got to be his year. He's poised for a big season. So that means yards, touchdowns, all of it. Ike? Uh, Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Jarquez as well on this one. I think he is going to be our TD leader on the ground. No reason to doubt that young man and his ability to do that. (sighs) Same. Mm. Same, same, same for me. Ashford makes it interesting for me, but I'm going to go Jarquez. Mm-hmm. I am going to go Jarquez here. So I think that's I'm keeping track of these. By the way, I got them on a spreadsheet. We gonna, you know, <laughs> no, I, I know you do. I know you. All purpose before we get to the break. All purpose yards. Ooh, Your turn, B. One, I'm gonna let you go first. This one's but interesting. But T, for all the reasons I said. Kicking off to the end zone, let's assume, I mean, hey, I don't know. You know what? This is actually, this is a tougher question because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder what the percentage of kicks that he actually chose to field were. What's his propensity to take it out of the end zone? Some guys are like, I'm taking this no matter what. Even if they just get right back to the 25, they are taking it. Some guys are like, if, if it's less than two yards deep, I think he's going to take it out. Yeah, right. running that. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. Hmm. I'm assume. Huh. So how often we get the ball back? It depends on how much the other team scores, right? Mm-hmm. True. So what's <laughs> how good our defense going to be? We're going to be giving up touchdowns? Well, field goals too, so Ben don't break. You still get kicked off to a lot, right? So much to consider. I'm going to still say Batia. I don't want to overthink this. I think he has a chance to come down with 50 all-purpose yards per game. Mm, easily. Probably just off of kickoffs. Now, again, is he RB2 or is he RB3? <sighs> I'm already committed to, to Damari as RB2 with my other pick. Man, well, I'm not going to overthink this, but I'm going to analyze my thinking like for another five minutes. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> who else? Wait, who else is taking kicks? Is anybody else taking kicks in spring? Taking kickoffs in spring? Oh, I That's don't the know. intel I need, see. Are they going to be splitting that duty? 
I mean, they're going to have two people back there every time, yeah. for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Damari was returning kicks last year a little bit for us. I don't know if that's going to still be the case this season. Um, yeah, I, I don't have the, any. And if he ends up lighting some people up, that could kick away from him. Mm, see, you know what? Jarquez. Oh, okay. Jarquez. Yeah. I think so between rushing and receiving. out of it. Rushing and receiving, I, I think he still gets more than Petit does. I think it's a possibility Petit could be somebody they kick away from. He looked pretty electric on the tape we saw of him in South Florida. And you only kick to him once or twice and get burned before teams go, all right, enough of that. So I'm going to say Jacquez. Ike? Yeah, I'm going Brian Petit. Uh, he led the nation in this last year. I don't see any reason why he can't lead our team this year. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go Petit. Mike, you're muted. <laughs> if you're talking about, if you're at the, the kick, the kicking yards make it an interesting question. Mm-hmm. If it we're just talking yards from scrimmage, Tank had 1,150 yards from scrimmage last year. Mm-hmm. And if Batik can catch the ball out of the backfield. Which is what well, I actually like yeah. Will's pick of Jarquez Hunter because he is going to get some receptions. And so, so if yeah, he's he, a 1,200-yard yeah. no, rusher and then he gets another six, 700 yards, you know, yeah. passing or something crazy like that, you know, he, yeah. he could get 1,800 all-purpose on, yards. On them, on them wheel routes out yeah. of the backfield, like if the if screens... I actually I'm, like you know. Actually, I actually like I like Jarquez. Now that I think about it, man, wow, this is Jarquez undersell. Yeah, I'm going with Jarquez. I'm sticking I, with Brian Batie, but yeah, I, I think that like I I go back in my mind to that LSU game where Robbie found him on that deep ball, mm-hmm. you know, while he was rolling out to his right, I believe. Yes, he was, rolling and out. he catches the ball so effortlessly. Like he looks like looks like a natural wide receiver out there <laughs> catching the ball, and uh, I mean, I, yeah, I think that's a significant advantage here. Plus, he's got great speed, and he's hard to tackle. Yeah, mm-hmm. all true. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so then you got all them yards after contact that he's going to get, you know, because he can juke you. Right, he can run past you. Hell, he can jump over you. We saw them do that a couple of times. He did it against Penn State, both of you. Yeah, they'll hurt you. Yeah, so Jarquez is, is hard not to pick here. Yeah, Jarquez. All right. Okay, three Jarquezes and one Batie. Yes, indeed. Here. All right. Good talk so far. Uh, I'm gonna grab grab this. We're gonna comment on it. SS Austin says. I can never pronounce his name. Steve, is it Wolfong? That, that's how sure. I would say it. Just gave Jalen Crawford a prediction to AU. He commits that Saturday. He's a four-star defensive back. few people have been feeling like this kid was leaning to Auburn. We will definitely see on Saturday. Yeah, it was another kid they thought was leaning to Auburn about a week ago. Oof. Jaded B? Mm. Jaded B? I don't want to see much? no more crystal balls. I don't want to see crystals. I don't want to see White Castle. I don't want to see none of it. Okay. All right. All right. You White, want, White you, Castle. You won't see it then. Sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, White Castle. No form of crystals. I don't want to see any of them. <laughs>